Yeah, welcome to Stupid Stories. Just me, Josh Heron, with my man, LeDrew Morrell, going at it again. We have a really kind of impactful topic we want to discuss today. Something that's been on my mind a lot lately, and I know something that LeDrew and I talk about on a regular basis. And that is? That is sacrifice, my friend. Exactly what it takes. Mm. Sacrifice. Yes. So why don't, let's just jump in there, man. So like, defi- give me a loose kind of definition of how you see sac- what you, how you would define sacrifice. Uh, that's a perfect question. So how I would define or how I see sacrifice is in this way. Um, everything, sacrifice is actually a law on planet Earth. Like you don't get to live here and navigate through your life without sacrificing for what you want. Give me an example. Okay, Um, you want to be successful. You have to sacrifice your time to do what it takes to be successful in your lane. So if you wanna be a bodybuilder, you can't just eat anything. You can't go out and party. You can't just drink anything. You have to have a detailed Mm regimen. You have to sacrifice a lot of things. If you wanna be a CEO, you can't be the life of the party. You have to be head deep in a book somewhere. You gotta read 36 of those things every year on, on the year. You got to be involved in uh, leadership program, mentorship programs. Uh, you know, you're in the YPO forum here, correct? Yeah. Right. That's I man. Those things are sacrifices, and in mm-hmm. order to get what you want, you have to sacrifice what most people aren't willing to. Yes. So uh, you know, it's it's a law. It's a, it's a give and take. And once you sacrifice, you make yourself eligible for certain things. So if I were to equate books to this, you know, really. Um, it's every book, but historical religious books are usually the best because if you think of like Buddhism, Hinduism, uh, the Muslim faith, the Christian faith, every single one of them back in the day, they used to sacrifice things for a God so that the God would be nice to them. You know, so if, so if they just encountered a storm, they would sacrifice like a sheep or something of that, of that nature. Everything forever, as long as humans have been here, uh, has required a sacrifice of some sort. So let me let me kind of shape this what i hear you saying is that sacrifice is a foundational principle to getting what you want 100 percent. so if you if you believe god is mad at you you sacrifice these things so that he will stop being mad at yeah. you if you if you want to be great at sports you sacrifice your time and dedicate it to what that sport requires yeah. of you and then you become great at we it. we talk about hard work paying off hard work pays Indeed. off what it really is saying is sacrifice pays off sacrifice opens the door Mm-hmm. Right. And, and and the law works so well that I would venture to say if you or anyone listening, myself included, isn't getting what you want out of life is because you're not sacrificing the necessary things to have it. It kind of goes along with what we were just talking about earlier today, that if you're not getting what you want out of life, if life isn't what mm-hmm. you want it to be, you simply have to walk your ass over and look at the mirror. And that is the reason why it's you. It's you. Unwilling to make the sacrifice creates not what you want, right? So, like, we talked about stoop stories and, like, all those different principles that we've already discussed. But sacrifice is kind of like an underlying principle to absolutely everything. So, let me let me just break this down. So, you're telling me that I can eat anything I want. I can have, you know, whatever, chocolate chip cookies, ice cream, and... I can get and I can and if, and if I do that I can't have a six pack. That's correct. Because in order to have a six pack, what do I have to sacrifice? Man, those chocolate chip cookies, Doritos, Funyuns, the whole the whole bag. And I would throw in their time as well. 
because Absolutely. time is the biggest sacrifice I think human beings have to make in order to be successful because everybody has something that they would rather do most of the time. 100%. Everybody has something that, you know, and uh, that's why it's called sacrifice. It's called sacrifice because you're not going to want to do it. That's it. Like you're not going to want to do what it takes, which is why it's called sacrifice. Yeah, I mean, so many times in life there's things that, you know, everybody, myself including, you know, myself included wants, but I haven't sacrificed enough yet to get it. Yeah. So say you're listening to this right now and you're like, okay, what types of things can can someone begin to sacrifice to see the the success in life that they want to see? Yeah, so I'll, I can only tell my stoop story when when you, you know, ask me things cuz I can only see things. Right now I've obviously experienced other things, but from my perspective, that's what I really know. So I think about when I was 23 years old and running my first business and we used to go out. P&L was just open. So you know what that means. Yes, indeed. Everybody was out. It's time to get dirty. We were all trying to do something fun. <laughs> Everybody would come to, I had a condo downtown. Everybody would come. We would walk down and come about nine, ten o'clock at night. Mm. They always laughed at me because I would ghost them. I would just be gone like a, a figment of their imagination. <laughs> like I was never even yeah. there. And I get text, damn, where'd you go, man? Where'd you go? Uh, the truth is I went home because I, I needed to go to sleep because I had to work the next day. And, and I was always habitually the guy who left the party early, uh, which was an early sacrifice for me to be successful. Back then, I was working seven days a week. And so it was, uh, you know, it was hard for people to mm. recognize the fact that, hey, look, the guy leaves every day early. You know, he's not going to be here till two in the morning with me. Can I ask you a question? Sure. When you went home, did you ever go to bed like wishing you were still hanging out with the guys? Every time. Every time. Every time I did because, well, first of all, I knew they were going to roast me the next day about yes, it. <laughs> I was getting roasted. <laughs> and then secondly, like, I'm, I was young. I'm 23. I want to have fun too, right? But I knew that, I don't know why or even how I knew it, but I understood that if I did those things, if I stayed out super duper late, mm -hmm. I just wasn't going to feel good the next day. And if I wasn't going to feel good, then I wouldn't perform to my level. So that means I wouldn't be able to inspire somebody or lead the way that would be effective for my team to win. And so like that was a quick sacrifice early on. Then I think about as my wife and I kind of got older, we had kids. We must have been the most unfun people on earth to be around. We went to bed early. We never did anything. And all we did was grind. And uh, that doesn't sound like a lot of fun. Ten years later, we're where we want to be in life um, in kind of approaching what we had always hoped would happen. And it took, a, you know, a ton of sacrifice to get there. You know, mm -hmm. so like sacrifice, I think it happens every day yeah. in everybody's life. And you always make the choices. And it's simple things like, do I drink this soda or do I drink water? Or it's, you know, do I put in the extra work and send out all these emails because I promised my team I was going to. Mm. You know, Sunday morning, uh, there's a lot of things that I would like to do. Play golf, play tennis. I would like to, you know, go to the gym. I would like to, there's a ton of shit. I, I could think of a million things I would like to do, right? Lay in bed even. Uh, but, you know, I make a promise to, to our team here at Southwind that, hey, look, I'm going to send you guys an email every weekend just reminding you to send your weekly OKRs so I wake up every Sunday, and instead of doing all the things that I want to do, I do what I promised I would do. Mm, I really like that. 
let me ask you another question then. So you're out at PNL, you're going home early, you're getting roasted. Yeah. Uh, think of one of the guys that was with you during that time in yeah. your life. And it's probably the guy that you're not in close relationship with anymore, but what's the guy that didn't sacrifice? What's he doing now? Uh, you know, I'm not sure is a, is, a, is a good answer. I know, you know, that guy had a lot of struggles in his life. Um, you know, there's a lot of guys. And so, you know, some of them, uh, actually nobody that I, that nobody that stayed out super late and shut it down is where they want to be at in life. Not one of them. You know, one of them uh, is moving closer to where they want to get to, but it's taking a long time. And the other one, I, I don't know, we lost contact a long time ago, and I know his life wasn't where he wanted it to be either. So it turns out that um, the sacrifice pays off. Hard work pays off. Sacrifice does pay off. I mean, I think, sacri- I, think you, I think the reality is, is like sacrifice is an ongoing thing. It's not something you can do one time. If I'd have just gone home from P&L that one weekend and then went back the next week and let it all hang out till 3 a.m. Yeah, you're uh, done for. Yeah, so it's like sacrifice over a consistent period of time that allows you to get to what you want to in life and and it's simple like if you're spending all your time doing things that pull you either further away from what you're trying to get uh you're probably it's gonna be less likely to get it you have to do your things that pull you closer so we did a quick exercise called you know further or closer and i gave you a whole bunch of scenarios you would uh you'd be probably able to tell me which one pulls you further so let's do it real quick i'll give you 10 10 things real quick so Eating health food, eating healthy food, does it further or or closer? Closer. Okay. What about drinking alcohol? Further. What about staying out till uh, 11, 11 p.m.? A lot further. Well, that's not even that late, but you know, <laughs> it's, it's late what, to me. What about reading books? Closer. What about lifting weights? Closer. What about exercising? Closer. What about learning something new about yourself? Closer. What about chasing women? Further. <laughs> So it's easy. Anybody can do it, right? Anybody like, can do it. Yeah. So what? So so I guess the reality is that understanding where to sacrifice is pretty pretty easy. Mm-hmm. So we always say like the uh, knowledge is abundant, but desire is scarce. Yes, 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 indeed. So you know anybody can do it, but everybody won't do it, and that's the part that I'm having a tough time coming to grips with because you can't want things for people in this world. And whether it be loved ones or, or um, you know, siblings or maybe your own kids if you're listening and you have children, you can't want things for people. But what I recognize is that that fed up moment has to happen because what it takes is actually really easy. We played the closer or further game and everybody in the world, even a five-year-old, would know the answer to those questions. But it's simply, what are you willing to sacrifice? Had an uh, interesting encounter. I was talking with my mom this weekend because this weekend I did, I had some time. We only had two games this weekend with no baseball tournament. So it felt like I had all the time in the Mm -hmm. world this weekend, right? So I'm going back through my notes and through books that I've read and I'm just flipping through, looking at uh, pages of notes and all of these highlights in different books. And, uh, and, and at the time that I was doing that, I said, wow, that was a lot of time sacrificed a lot of evenings out sacrificed, a lot of football games not being watched sacrificed, a lot of everything, like no fun, quote unquote, was had during those years where I decided to mind shift and just really make something positive out of my life. And I was telling my mom, you know, I don't think most people would ever do that. I mean, that was really, I mean, it was extreme. It was a metamorphosis is really what it was, but 
truly all it was was sacrifice, hard work, and it paid off in spades because now I'm here as a part of Southwind. Yeah, still paying uh, off. Still paying off. And I'm still sacrificing every single day, which is why 11 o'clock is definitely late to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that that's one of the most important components to what we're talking about is the fact that sacrifice is consistent. Like you don't ever just get to wake up and you have to be okay with this if you want mm-hmm. success out of life. Yeah. You know, like you have to be okay with like understanding that like your life's probably not going to be like everybody else. Mm. And when I and when I think about that, I think like, man, a majority of the world is just not successful by by like normal, you know, definition of success. Um, and there's a small amount of people that are set, and then everybody else is just kind of in the middle, right? Like or, or you know, lower middle, upper middle, in the middle. Yeah. So can, let's let's talk about this um, because you're going to have to sacrifice for the rest of your life. Um, help us gain insight, or or maybe just the courage that it's going to take to sacrifice in our relationships. Can you maybe um, shine some light on that? Uh, you mean like from a friend? Uh, yeah, let's, yeah, let's say from a friend standpoint. Yeah, I think that uh, shining a little bit of light on it, I, I think I kind of talked about it earlier when we asked you asked me kind of where my friends are that chose not to sacrifice back then. Sure. Right? Like, uh, I think that you have to put yourself, well, most importantly, you got to surround yourself with people who help bring you up and that don't bring you down, Yeah. Uh, who are willing to make sacrifices. It's easier. You always notice that it was always easier to lift weights in a group. Absolutely. It's always easier to go to the gym when you have somebody who's on the same grind as you. Yep. And so, like, when we're talking about sacrificing with friends, that might not always be the fun guy to be around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, but, you know, I, I think that... Um, you know, when it comes to people, really, you kind of sacrifice on your own, really, for the most part. Yeah. Like, you have to make up the decision that it's up to you to make that to make the change in your life. You know, we talk, again, just today in the meeting, I closed the meeting today, the Southland meeting, by saying, like, hey, look, if you're not where you want to be in life, you have to look at yourself. And, like, that's a primary, like, foundational principle to success that I believe, is that, like, if you're pointing your finger out... And not looking internal about like the lack of sacrifices that you made that have kept you away from achieving what you wanted to achieve, like man, that's a fuck, that's a problem, right? Like that's gonna really hurt you. It's gonna really hurt you if you can't say like, "Hey, man, I made that mistake. That was on me." If you look at it and say like, "Man, can you believe he did this to me?" Instead of trying to find what you could have done differently, um, you know that's sacrifice, right? Because that 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 uh, kind of says, hey, let me put my ego aside so I can really investigate what's happening here. You know, ego is a big it's a big problem because ego want, wants to make you say like, man, I am sacrificing when you know that you're not doing everything yeah. you need to be doing, right? So let me ask you, give me a time in your life where you didn't sacrifice enough other than the football game, like a real adult life. Mm-hmm. Uh, where you didn't sacrifice enough and then you had the outcome you didn't want and you recognized at that point, like, damn, I should have done more here. Mm. Well, I would say uh, when I wasn't rehired as the head football coach, Mm. um, you know, there were things that I I wasn't simply willing to do uh, because I felt that other things were more important. But it was the things that I uh, was not willing to do was actually what was needed to, uh, for me to sacrifice in order for me to have what I wanted. 
and immediately after, well, actually, not, it wasn't immediate because I blamed and pointed fingers for at least a month. And when I was willing to accept responsibility and look in the mirror, I knew exactly, you know, what it was that didn't allow me to move forward in that in that role and position. So that which was, was just the unwillingness to do what was necessary what to was be ne- done. One hundred percent. So how did that? And it, feel? Was a, and it was an active choice. How did that feel? Um, tell me the initial felt when uh, the excuse me the initial feeling. You know, tell me the initial feeling when, when I was didn't. actually ready to take responsibility. No, for before it or... like when you didn't get what you wanted to get. What did that feel like, and why did you think it happened? Because everybody else, they I mean no they didn't they they hated on me. They over they overlooked me. They but uh, you were already the head coach. How could you be overlooked? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. You can't get any higher than that. Yeah, like, I mean, how could you be overlooked, right? Like, you clearly, in their eyes, were just the wrong person for the job. Sure. So it's called, and and it's funny when you said they didn't rehire me instead of saying, hey, they fired me. Sure. As a head coach. Because to me, like, and I'm not trying to throw any salt in the wounds, and they may be a little bit open still. But, so forgive me for this. No, they closed up. They're You know, but like, they fired you from that job. Yeah. You got fired. I was out of there. I was out of there. They fired you from that. How yeah, did that feel? Um, man, it hurt my feelings, man. Yeah, it hurt my ego. It hurt my pride. You know, it's like one day you go to work and everyone knows what your title is, and then you go back to work and the title's not there anymore. And then everybody on Facebook knows, and you know mm. your parents know, and your parents are super proud, and they come to the game with the gear on, and uh, they're telling you know mama's telling all of her friends and everybody at the church oh my baby's just doing this and that mm-hmm. and then you gotta face it like mama actually <laughs> actually you know I got fired yeah I'm not there anymore they you know I wasn't willing to do what it takes in that in that position uh, mm, I wasn't man. willing to sacrifice that is just you know it is just so important that everybody who's listening understands that yeah because like all of us have that moment that happens to us where we didn't do what it took and we didn't get what we wanted and we have to eat that pie, that humble pie. That humble pie. So we talk about it takes what it takes. Yes, indeed. All the time here. So help me understand what that means to you because I hear you say it the most around the office. Yeah. Um, it means you actually have to be willing to sacrifice what it takes to get what you want. And if you're not, Stop saying you want those things. Mm-hmm. So when I was walking around talking about I want to be the head coach, I wish I had someone in my circle telling me, actually, Drew, no, you don't. Because you're really not in that film like you need to be in the film. You're really not on top of the culture of the team. You're letting too many things slide with the best players. I know you think you need them to win, so you think they can just kind of abide by other rules, but that's not how this thing works. There is no compromise in principles. Principles destroy people. People don't destroy principles. Yeah. It takes what it takes. So tell me a time you're coaching executives on a regular basis now. Yes, sir. Tell me a time where there is that you had to have that conversation with them about it taking what it taking and realizing that they may not be willing to do what it takes. Mm, That's interesting. Um, Yeah, you know, simply it's that the point to where you can look in the mirror and accept that you're not willing to do what it takes. So, so that's, you're that's getting ready to tell me about the truth. Yes, indeed. And I hope that's where you're going because yeah. that's what we really need to be talking about right now is that the truth is the truth 
and it's never compromised, not one time. And it never will. And and that's what makes people upset the most. People hate the truth, myself included. Like you, like I just said, man, I was uh, what I call it, let go no, from the. No, no, you, no. Here's what you said when I wasn't rehired. <laughs> People hate you. You meant when I got fired. Yeah. No, man. I know that hurts, man. No, I wasn't wasn't fired. I just wasn't rehired. Yeah. They didn't rehire me for this. Like, you had a one-year contract. Yeah, man. Yeah. That's what it was. I wasn't wasn't rehired. So, man, the truth is, it's really tough to to digest. Take a time out, because I don't want to lose this thought. So, hold on one second. You're telling me that, like, because here's how people will trick themselves. Mm -hmm. Like, hey, look, man, the coach, he didn't like me. Yes. Hey, he didn't like me. That's why he didn't put me in the game. Well, that's actually not true because he loves winning. Yeah. He wants to keep his job. Yes. It, which is crazy because you hear this all the time, right? Like, mm-hmm. my boss doesn't like me. Which is crazy because you think your boss wants to win? Absolutely. Do you think he wants to, the business to make more money? 100%. You think he would like making more money? Yes. You believe if you are an asset that he would give you the opportunity to help him make more money? Of course. So if you're, if you're, in the, if you're on this podcast right now telling yourself... Man, I don't have what I want right now because somebody doesn't like me. Man. You're lying to yourself. You're lying. You're avoiding what's called the truth. That's right. Because the truth is you are where you're supposed to be because you either have done what you're supposed to do or had enough sacrifice or created the sacrifice necessary to be where you're supposed to be and you're on your way. You could be on your way or you haven't and you're not. And, and, you know, that being said, you're a prisoner to the choices you make. So you talk about sacrifice or lack thereof. What you do is who you are. So whatever you have done, you have to live that life, which is why sacrifice worked out for you when you went home when you were 23. And then when I decided to get fed up and get off the stoop, and as soon as I started sacrificing in my life, guess what happened? It changed. It changed immediately and then compounding over time it changed in a really really big way so sacrifice is actually undefeated it cannot not work let's give let's give the listeners five things they need to do from a sacrifice standpoint in their lives today yes i think the first and most important thing that you must sacrifice is your environment mm-hmm. it turns out most people enjoy going to places that won't grow them such as P&L at 1 a.m. Yeah. Or, um, I don't know, just the bar to go watch the game. Well, it's the easy stuff, right? The easy stuff, yeah. yeah. The stuff that's easy. I mean, going to the um, you know, the aisle where the cookies are at the store, Yeah. right? That's a lot easier than staying in the produce hanging out there. Or going to the store without a plan. Or going to the store without a plan. So, you know, environment is the first um So the willingness sacrifice. to sacrifice your environment. So if I'm in an environment right now that I know isn't growing me but pulling me away, what should I do? You should stop going because chances are you're going there. But what really. if I le- what if I live there? That's tough. What if I work there? Yeah, then you you have to if if you if you live there, you, there's not a whole lot of things you can do about what you live where you live. If, if that's the environment, you can we can work to build up to get out of there. But while you're in it, you can do things with your time to make the environment not take a hold of you too. Yeah, here's what I would say as far as environment. I would say you can change it. I would say that you're powerful. I would say that you have the ability to change things. It just because you live or you're not where you want to be, you 
have the ability to make the change necessary to make it where you should be. Yeah. Everything around you can be maneuvered. Life isn't stagnant. It's only the way you make it. So can I give you Move an example? Move the air. From one of the executives? Yes. Talk about environment, right? So I'm on a call last week, and uh, the environment and the workspace that morning was, woe is me. And there wasn't a lot of energy. And the executive said, he said, I saw that. And then immediately, he said, I went to my office. I think he like, grabbed a Red Bull and like chugged a little Red Bull or <laughs> something. And he said, I just start acting crazy. Tons of energy, clapping my hands, Rick flaring, getting the guys riled up. And guess what happened to the environment that was doom and gloom? It changed. It changed immediately. And he said it, was the, it turned out being the best morning meeting that they had and that they all went out and had a fantastic day. And he carried that energy throughout the entire day. So when his teammates called him on the phone throughout the day, he kept that energy with them. And for the rest of the day, everyone was energetic and happy to be there. Your mind is so powerful. It has the ability to either fall into the trap of believing that everything is bad and you should retreat to everything is the way I want it to be and I should create. Yes, indeed. And so when we say environment being number one, it's change your environment. And I don't mean you got to leave. Yeah, that's true. You have to change it. That means if you don't like the place you work or where you work, change it. Don't be the guy who sits in the back of the room. Sit in the front, ask questions, and make it change. Mm. Make it change. They used to say in my other environment, make it rain. I was going to say make it shake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the right, you're in the wrong environment. That's what they're talking about. Make it change. Yes, make it right? change. That's what a real leader does is you place a leader anywhere and the environment around that person changes. Yes, I agree with that. And they infect that environment with positive things. So number two, here's what you sacrifice, is your time. So I've had leaders, uh, executives in the business say, man, when I did this certain thing with my time and I sacrificed my time because I planned and prepared for the next day and my meeting was set up, the, 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 the entire Gantt, everything was just dialed in. The day was amazing. And on days where they did not sacrifice their time and they stayed up late, maybe they had the fantasy draft or they, was, they were out watching the Chiefs game because they played late or, or whatever the case may have been, and they didn't sacrifice that time, their day was a catastrophe the next day. And it turned red, which is exactly what they didn't want to have happen. Uh, you know, everyone wants good, profitable days where, you know, um, we're impacting the lives of the community and our teammates positively. But when you don't sacrifice your time and you're not prepared, the opposite happens. And it's a choice that we have to make. So sacrificing your time is what I would say would be definitely number two for me. Okay, sacrificing the time. Yeah, so also sacrificing your time. I, just to be really clear, like being intentional with your time. 100%. So like, yeah, sacrifice by like not doing the shit that you know is not going to pull you closer. Like we did the closer and further away ex exercise. Mm -hmm. Obviously doing stuff that, that brings you closer. But being intentional with what that is because like, there's a lot of things you can do in a day. Absolutely. You have to do the thing that creates the biggest impact. The most value. In your day. Mm -hmm. The thing that creates the most value each day. Yeah. And I think um, most people already know what that is, but they're probably not willing to sacrifice. Well, it's generally hard. Whatever that is, is probably the hardest thing that you can think of to do. Yeah. Well, it's, it starts <laughs> with what time you wake up. Yeah. So if you're listening, ask yourself, do you wake up at the time that's most conducive to you executing your mission? Yes or no. And then after that, once you wake up, do you have a plan for your day? 
And let's say it's your day off. Or do you just wake up and say, all right, it's Saturday. All but right. it is my day off, so tell me about days off. <laughs> days off, man, that's the only time you that you own. You know, so if you're going to work, man, you know, wherever you're working, like. Yeah, they're paying you for your time. Yeah, they're paying you for, you don't own that time. So whenever you get off, like, that's your time to shine. That's why you had to go, go to bed by 930. Right? That's the time you own. Okay, you can go to sleep with that time. Yeah. You can't you, go to, you, can't you, go to, you own the mornings and the evenings. That's it. You, that's all you own. So what you do with that is going to set you up for where you want to go. So you've got to ask yourself this. Make a list, if you're listening, make a list of what you do on your own time and then see if that's getting you further or closer to where you want to go. Yeah. Talk about the further or closer game, which is why I figured it out, man. I'm not that bright. But I figured it out. Guess what hap will happen to me if I read all the time? You'll get smarter. Yes. <laughs> You'll get more knowledge. Yes. Yes. That's what happens. Knowledge is abundant. Desire is scarce. It's scarce. So guess what I just do all the time? Read. I just read all the time. I'm not that smart, so I just read all the time. Because I know that, man, reading gets you closer to where you want to be. Yeah. It least gives you. It gives you the knowledge that helps you get you close. It, you it gives you the knowledge, and then from there, I'm, desire. I can, I desire can, is a big part of yeah, it. Yeah, right? but you know, from that point, you know, for me, it's about making informed decisions. Now I can make informed decisions because I seek the knowledge aggressively, right? Um, you know, how you spend your time is everything. So yeah, planning your days off—that's that's absolutely everything. I mean, planning your days, period, is everything. Yeah. There's no day. I mean, there are, you're yeah, there are no you're a human being. All you do is live life, right? Like, mm -hmm. there's not an off day as a human being. Like, sure. it's a day. Sure. We only there's only there's 365 every single year, yeah. And how you choose to spend them is going to dictate your level of success or lack thereof. Yeah, I, I guess why why I look at personal time so much is because you know generally, you have to do a certain thing at work or you're going to get fired. So you're yeah. probably going to do that. But where people get lax is with their own free time. And it, they just get outlandish so much so that they don't plan it because they feel they deserve yeah. to relax. That's right. I, I need to do this for me. Yeah, man. No, no, no. It's time to sacrifice. As soon as you get off, it's time to sacrifice. Let's go to the gym. When you go to the gym, what do you listen to? I mean, you talk about two birds, one stone. That's why I love going to the gym because I'm always listening to an audiobook while I work out. I mean, that's two birds, one stone. But how do I get hyped up listening to an audiobook? <laughs> I get hyped up by knowing it's going to make me better. Yeah, that's right. That's how, that's what gets me hyped. You know, you, you know, it gets me hyped that maybe one day I can, I can help provide the life my parents deserve to live. Mm -hmm. That's that gets me hyped. I said, man, I'm I'm one of eleven. Man, there's a lot of sacrificing that my parents did to just provide the life that we had, which you know, you know, us as kids, we wanted more. You know, we, we complained about, but I mean, truth be told, we had everything we needed. But I want my parents to live good, you know, in the way that I feel that they deserve. That gets me hyped. So, to, you know, so along with the audiobook and the workout, that's all I need. Because I know that one day that sacrifice will pay off. So we have environment. Mm -hmm. We have time. Can you think of a third, fourth, and a fifth one? Yes. Um, I would say I would, I would categorize all three of these. Um, because it controls as your time and your environment as how you think. You have to sacrifice what you listen to. Yeah, what you, what you bring into your mind. What you bring into your mind. So, and I, so this is listen and read. 
Listen and read. You have to sacrifice. And watch. That's Listen, that, read, watch. Well, that was my next one. Okay. You have to sacrifice what you see. Yeah. What you look at. So if you are wasting your time looking at things that don't matter, you're wasting time. You know? Give me an example of something that doesn't matter. Um, wow. What's, what's TikTok. It? TikTok. They probably, they, they'll hate that. Yeah. No, I mean, my kids love TikTok, right? They love, yeah. I see them, they're doing dance moves all day long. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm struggling because I'm not on a lot of stuff right now, but like probably what most people watch on TV. Mm-hmm. You know, well, the game. The yeah. game doesn't matter. But I matter. do like the game. Yeah, everybody likes yeah, the well, game. Yeah, well, here's the thing, and, and uh, everybody does like the game. And what we're, what I want to say is that, like, and, and I'll hear what you think about this, is that, like, like you don't, like, there's an extreme sacrifice, sure. right? Mm-hmm. Where you do everything on the extreme level. You don't watch the game. You don't drink any alcohol. Yeah. You, you just go to the absolute extreme. Sure. And then there's this measured level of sacrifice where... You know what's necessary to sacrifice to accomplish what your goals mm-hmm. are, and then you do that. Yeah. Cause, cause I think, man, it's tough. I don't think I could do. I couldn't do all or nothing, right? Like, when I met you the first time, you were a, a nothing guy. Like, you sacrificed everything, and I was like, damn, man, you don't do. You don't want. You didn't even know that Patrick Mahomes is on the Chiefs. He's like, who? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. you don't know who Patrick Mahomes is. And, sure. And you yeah. remember that? And, Absolutely. And, and, I, and I, I think I told you at that point, you were like, man, I'm trying to, what did you tell me? I'm trying to uh, skip steps or save time or buy yeah, myself to, time. To buy, buy time. Because I wasted so much of it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, you don't have to go extreme mode like I did and like I do even. Um, but I can tell you this. It's not a game until it can be a game for you. So watching the game, if you're watching the game, that was totally different than me watching the game when I'm on the stoop. At me, at that point, I need to sacrifice watching the game. You can afford to do it because you've sacrificed so much already. So, you know, you're not comparing apples to apples in that, in that scenario, That's which is fair. why for me, I had wasted so much time. The only option I had was to buy it because I have to go to sleep. Yeah. Because I get sleepy. <laughs> so, so what I hear you saying is you reflected and recognized that you spent the early parts of your life not doing the things that created the existence that you wanted to have. Exactly. Not sacrificing mm-hmm. environment or time. Yep. What you saw, what you watched. Exactly. What you listened to. And it ruined my life. And it ruined your life. So in order to try well, to well, get well, but, back but, even... But get this, because I don't want people to think that I was just this big bum loser. I was disguised perfectly as a regular human. Yes. <laughs> you know, so I would like, agree with that. Yeah, I don't want people to think, man, Ledru must have been crazy and just this awful guy. Actually... Everybody loved me at that time. Yeah, you were and, Mr. And I, fun guy. Yeah, and I was I was well respected in the realm of education, the whole nine. Like you I was in disguise as a regular upstanding guy. Yeah, as most of us are. Yeah. You know, so you know, I don't want people to think that I was insane or crazy. Yeah, I mean, let's be fair. Like there's we walk the earth. I mean, a large majority of the people that walk the earth, yeah, were old old LeDrew. Yeah, old you LeDrew. Know, old LeDrew sacrificing today. Or no, sacrificing tomorrow for, for today. today. And throwing tons and tons of pity parties. Man, I threw the best pity parties. Yeah. All you can eat, all you can drink. Just come listen. <laughs> <laughs> pity party central. Yeah, so, you know, I do, I do honestly believe you have to go all in because that's showing you're willing to sacrifice. Yeah, it's interesting because you say, you know, you talk about, you know, who you were and, you know, 
I knew you at that point. Not very well, but I knew you. Yeah. And I didn't think you were a bad guy or anything like that. But then I hear you say, like, I was just a normal human being. And I wasn't, and what I, what I, what I really think you're meaning is like, I wasn't living my life in an intentional way. And so like, that's what I feel like normal is like most people just wake up and they live life. Mm -hmm. They kind of catch life as it comes to them. Like, oh shit, I'm going to go to work and whatever happens there, it's going to happen. And then when I get home, then I'm going to, you know, I'm going to try to find something to eat. And then whatever happens, I'm just going to, I'm just going to catch life as it comes. And I'm going to watch Netflix to close the night out. But same person throws a lot of pity parties. Absolutely. Which brings them further away from the life that they want to lead, right? That the, the that same person believes that they're not in control of their own destiny. Well, exactly. And so because of that, they're throwing themselves, they're throwing the all-you-can-eat, all-you-can-drink pity party yep. at their house or at their favorite establishment mm-hmm. so that they can, you know, get people to feel sorry for them. Yep. And maybe give them some grace. Yes. Oh, man, you, you're all right, man. You know, I used to always tell the guys... Um, mm-hmm. And as we were coming up, like, guys, you're not going to wake up one day and your parents are going to call you and say, yo, LeDrew, guess what? What's that? This is all a game. We're actually rich, man. Oh, <laughs> oh We're rich. Let's go. We're rich. Let's go to Bora Bora. Hey, what do you want? We can do whatever we Let's want. Let's go to Bora Bora. They Let's go. go. Hey, you made it, actually. You mean to tell me that's not going to happen? You know, people believe. They, that's why they buy lotto tickets, right? People <laughs> actually believe. And, and, and my uncle, man, he, my Uncle Jack, I love Uncle Jack. He uh, helped raise me. He lived with me from the time I was in second grade until the time I moved out of the house. My 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 uh, my mother's brother, her older brother. And Uncle Jack bought a lotto ticket every day. Mm. Every day, religiously, every day. You know how many times that man hit the lotto? How many? Never. He never hit the lotto. Not one time. I mean, like, maybe he won, you know, 40, 100, a couple hundred bucks. But never did he hit the jackpot. And you know what he thought every time he put that ticket, he bought that ticket? He was gonna hit the this jackpot. is the one. Not one time. I mean, like, maybe he won, you know, 40, 100, couple hundred bucks. But never did he hit the jackpot. And you know what he thought every time he put that ticket, he bought that ticket? He was gonna hit the this jackpot. is the one. This is the one. This is the mm. one. I'm going to hit the jackpot. Mm. He thought mom and dad was going to call and say, it was all a game. This is a game. You actually are rich. Look at your inheritance. Look what we saved for you. The reality is, that's just not going to happen. It's not. So if you're telling yourself, hey, man, wait till I make it to the league. Cut it out. Hey, hold on one second. But if I go play flag football, maybe the Chiefs will be there and they're going to pick me up. That's not going to happen. What about if I hit the, if I'm recording, I'm on the recording studio and I'm, you know, I'm in my late 40s and I think I'm going to, you know, I'm really going to put, I got some good tracks I've been working on and I think. These are gonna hit, man. It's, it's time to really pound the pavement, man. <laughs> but like, something different. but this is the life yeah. that we live. Uh, we want to lie to ourselves, sure, because we want to believe that the life that we have is not really our life. Yeah, but it's something that was made up for us to just exist in until we finally hit where we want to live. Instead of sacrificing mm. early on and continuously sacrificing, mm. so I can actually achieve what I want to achieve and actually live the life that I want to live. And here's what I'm going to say, and this may be unpopular. Everybody can do it. Yeah. Everybody can do it. It's the one thing that does not take talent. Mm. You know, man, you said so many good things there. I want to identify a couple. You used the word belief several times as you were articulating this, painting that beautiful picture. And 
I want to make sure that everyone understands that. Well, one, for one, let's take it back to history because I love reading so much. So if you think of really any religion, they sacrificed based off of what they believed. Yeah. And, and yeah. based off of what they thought the, the God needed that they were sacrificing for, uh, they would sacrifice certain things all based off of belief. So at a, point, at a point in time in my life, because of my environment, what I spent my time on, what I uh, saw with my eyes, heard with my ears, things that I said, I believed a certain way. But now that I believe everything is possible, that's when I went extreme mode. Oh, you know, like at this point, man, Josh, everything is actually possible and there's no discriminating. All I have to do is sacrifice a whole lot. Mm-hmm. Man, that's a hell of a deal. Yeah. Is it not? Well, and you and you realize that and that's why you went extreme. Oh, yeah. You didn't go extreme because you tried it and it didn't work. <laughs> so you're like, ah, oh, shit, maybe just dial this up a little yeah, bit more. Yeah. <laughs> you you tried a little bit of sacrifice and it paid a dividend. Oh, man. There was profit Tons. in your bank on that one. Oh, yeah. And so that allowed you to dial it up. It wasn't yeah. the fact that sacrificing a little bit didn't give you what you want. Quite the opposite. Yeah. And so you then you saw the benefit and you're like, oh, hell, that, let me crank this yeah, up. man. That's why I'm so addicted to it. Remember that time, you you know, there was a point, uh, I want to say it was last year, the Chiefs were doing really, really well. And I wasn't watching the games. Yeah. You remember? And you, and you had told me and you said, man, this is like, this is like some kind of evil, guilty pleasure for you. Like, yeah. you know, you're like just reading and stuff while everyone else is watching the game. I said, man, exactly. That's how I'm buying this time. It's like, I'm so addicted to sacrifice because the payoff is so good. Yeah. And the payoff that you've already seen in your life. So listeners, if you're listening, because you are, because otherwise that wouldn't make any sense to you. <laughs> yeah. But uh, it doesn't take much sacrifice just to feel the power of sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Because LeDrew saw it just a little bit, and it was so sweet that he kept going back and got addicted to the pain. Yeah, man. He got addicted so much so that when we went, we sat down, and uh, I think we we're in Grand Rapids, and we're all at the hotel bar getting ready to visit one of our offices, and everybody's having a beer, and LeDrew asked for some tea with some berries. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, damn. Yeah, man. He asked the lady for some berries with the tea, and yeah, I was man. like, hold on, man. And you were and you were paying. I'm like, hold on, man. You know what? But we're all and you're like, no, I I'll have the tea with the berries, sacrificing all things because the because the juice was so sweet. Yeah, man. I was going back to my room to read, man. I had yeah. to be of sound mind. I had to get ready to develop, you know, this uh, you know experience in a meeting that I was leading the next day, and and you're gonna be there. Yeah, <laughs> you know Fair what enough. I mean. So, man, if if I get if I get loose like I used to, I might, you know, might I might mess it up. Yeah, I might mess it up. Yeah. So, you know, I'm, you know, but there will be a time in my life where I'll sit back and have uh, the whiskey with a with a nice ice cube in it with you <laughs> at some point. But I can guarantee you this: when that happens, I will have deserved it. Yeah. Like, you know, I've or not deserved, but I will have earned that you'll time. You earn it. Yeah, I love you know, that, so, man. So it'll be sweet. So whenever I do, you'll be the first one I call. Well, I know exactly what whiskey I'll pour. Uh, and it will it will be good. So you were and before we we close here, I think we were talking about beliefs a little bit, and I cut you mm-hmm. off because I got excited. Yeah. So I think that this is a really important component to sacrifice. Mm-hmm. And you were getting ready to talk, talk like walk us through the religious figures of the world mm-hmm. and how they sacrificed based on what they what believe. They believe. Yeah. And so one thing that I thought was interesting though, uh, and this is. Like, to me, like, a really important concept. It's like all of those people had beliefs that were created by somebody else other yes, than themselves. Correct. 
And so like foundational, another foundational principle for me is like you can change things, but like most importantly, like man, everything that you do, every single day you walk around was created by somebody else who's not that much smarter than you. Mm. They just had the courage yeah. to say something or do something when you may not have. Yeah. So depending upon how you believe, it's like this. Are things happening through you or are they happening to you? I really like that. So for me, every I mean, everything in my life happens through me, even if I didn't do it. If my wife is happy or upset, it's because of me. Because I can dictate that, man. Like, I have to do a better job at home. I gotta, I gotta help out in this kitchen, Josh. Yeah. I have to. That's gonna make her happy. Um, but everything happens through me. How my son is acting, how both of my sons are acting in school right now, well, one's in virtual, one's in school. But whatever they're doing right now, that man, that happened through me. I either inspire them to do the hard thing today or to do the easy thing. To realize that everything is about service to others and equality or it's about selfishness, which means I would have done a bad job. Yeah. But man, everything happens through me. You know, nothing happens to me anymore. Yeah, I like that a lot. I mean, just kind of goes back to, you know, changing your environment. Yeah. And understanding that you have the control. And if you want your life to be different, you simply have to change it. Yeah. Which is kind of the foundation. Like, that. that is kind of what we've always been talking about. Like, almost every principle that we've talked about on this podcast has really gone back to the fact that it starts with you being willing to make a change or have courage or being willing to do more than you're doing today. Because it's, it's funny, like, if your cookies don't rise, you put more what in? Flour, right? So, like, so, so like in that case, like, you understand that it takes more. If you're not getting the gains you want in the gym, what do you need to do? Put more weight on it. More weight. Yeah. Like, if you aren't, uh, you know, you know, name anything. Like if if your food isn't, you know, d- doesn't have enough salt in it, you put more, more salt on it. Yeah, more so seasoning. like in life, you have to do more if you're not getting what you want. Absolutely. Not less. So a lot of people, they get to a roadblock and they start doing less. Like, oh, I'm going to retreat. I'm not going to put my all into this well, one. You know what, I'm you know going to get, is, right? why is that? Because it takes more sacrifice. Yes. At the end of the day. And that's why this podcast, which is what I love about Southwind, um, you know, this applies to everybody. It doesn't even matter how much money you have. Because if you have a ton of money, you still want more, and you have to sacrifice more yeah. in order to get it. So that's right. this applies to the lowest men on the totem pole as well as the highest. And the thing that I love most about Southwind is we are willing to sacrifice everything for everyone to get it, mm-hmm. which is why we're doing the podcast right now. Using our time, which we're sacrificing, right? This doesn't necessarily benefit you and you and I or, you know, or Tyler yeah. so much. But, like, man, we just want everyone to be playing on this equal playing field where everything is possible for everybody. So change your environment by getting off the stoop. Yeah, do more. Don't do less. It's Stoop Stories. Thank you.